welcome everybody here to the week three post-game show here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. We have a loaded post-game show. We got about four interviews we got to get to, so we're not going to waste anybody's time. And we got some scores to run down, so let's go ahead. Let's get on with the show. Uh, the game that I got a chance to attend tonight, which I just came from a little bit ago, was um, the North Side versus South Side rivalry. It was Lafayette versus Benton. It's always very enjoyable, really, to see a rivalry game, especially when it's competitive between the two teams. And um, these two teams over the past several seasons, they have shown that, you know, it's a good game. You can throw the records out the window. Don't matter who, who if somebody's 0-3 or 3-0, doesn't matter. Records are thrown out the window, and it's, it is a tremendous ball game, and tonight was absolutely no exception at all. So we're going to begin with the first quarter here. Um, Lafayette um, got the ball to start the game. Um, Jaron Saunders, um, one of his first passes of the game was intercepted by Benton's Bryston Brown. So that, the Cardinals, they got a very big um, sideline boost, a very big momentum shift after that, and from what it seems like, then the next the next series of plays, Carson Newland's pass. He got intercepted by Drake Lawson of the Irish as the Irish was able to take the ball right away again. And then next series, Jaron Saunders, his pass was tipped and intercepted by Bishop Rush. And he actually ran that down all the way to the Lafayette five-yard line. Next play, Rush punches it in for a five-yard touchdown. Um PAT was no good. That was 6-0 bitten. And then right towards the end of the first quarter, Jaron Saunders with a one-yard touchdown run makes it 7-6 Irish. The Irish ended up making their PAT, so it made it 7-6. That was the end of the first quarter. There in the second quarter, um, Bishop Rush, another touchdown, his second of the game. PAT, once again, no good. Actually, I think it was a two-point conversion. Two-point conversion was no good. 12-7. Benton was the score after that. And then um, Jaron Saunders, um, Lafayette always has big play capability, and they showed it here. Sa- Jaron Saunders, 40-yard pass to Kingston Oliver. Oliver turns on the Jets, makes it 14-12, to Irish. And then Benton towards the end of the first quarter with about three seconds left in the second quarter. Uh, Benton blocks a Lafayette punt that was right right towards the end zone. Benton blocks it on the the ball rolls over the back of the end zone, which that results in a safety. That ends up tying the game at 14 all at the half. And then Benton got the ball, um, ran a couple plays, got a couple good runs there on the first drive, but ultimately ended up having to punt the football. That would lead to, I would think, and I'm going to allude to it a little bit here on the postgame show a couple times. I th- This drive seemed like it took an hour. Um, uh, Jared Saunders in the offense really grinded down the bitten defense here. Um, I think there was an injury or two after this, so it really took, I would probably say maybe close to 30 minutes probably came real time, probably off the clock here. And then that drive ended up capping off uh, with a Jaron Saunders pass to Carlos Cortez. Cortez grabs it over a defender with a tremendous play. That was from 31 yards out of the PAT was good. That makes it 21 to 14 Irish. That would be the score that we would end the third quarter with. And in the fourth quarter, um, towards the middle of the fourth quarter, Jaron Saunders, a one-yard quarterback keeper, ends up making a 28 to 14. Uh, Bitten got a turnover on downs on the next on the next drive. And then uh, I think they gave up the ball right towards the 33, I believe, in the 33, 34, 35-yard line, somewhere around there. But then um, Lafayette was marching down the end zone to try to put them up by three scores. 
Um, Benton ended up getting to a fourth and goal, and then Benton would end up stopping Saunders on a fourth and goal at the two. So, you know, really just these these Benton kids, and Coach Keaton's going to talk a little bit about it on the postgame show here um, when we get to his interview towards the end here. Um, his kids just didn't quit. And um, really, you you know, you could just... um. You could just lie down and just maybe let them get the touchdown, but Benton didn't want to quit. They fought, and they fought even when they maybe have thought maybe the game was over. They fought until the very end. I was definitely very impressed with that. Um, Irish, despite all the um, all the struggles in the first half, ended up walk, getting away, ended up getting the game. 28-14 was the final score there. Irish would move their record to 3-0 on the season while the Cardinals go to 0-3 on the season. A lot of positives. A lot of positives on both sides of the ball here, and um, we got a lot of post game to get to, and we're going to get to it right now as we start off by talking with the head coach of the Lafayette Fighting Irish, Ryan Schroyer. And we're here at the Cliff Dose Podcast. We're here at Sparks Field here at Benton High School, where um, Lafayette just defeated Benton, twenty-eight to fourteen was the final score. Um, I am here with the head coach of the Fighting Irish, um, Ryan Schroyer. Um, coach, just um, real quick, just give me a sh- your short thoughts on the game, real quick. Oh, it was stressful. It was a good game, just like we thought. Uh, we got there all, you know. We gave it our all. We started a little, uh, started a little rocky. Uh, just trying to trying to force some things, and uh, defensively, we uh, we kind of moved some guys around a little bit. Needed to work better on our alignment, um, but we battled through it. We battled through it. Um, we were able to find a way, you know, to. Uh, to keep things going and it was it, it was tied at halftime it was crazy and i'm like guys come on let's let's win this third quarter okay and if we win this third quarter you know we can take care of it in the fourth quarter and we made some adjustments coaching wise uh i simplified some things on defense um we started running the ball a little bit because there's times where they're dropping eight people um but it, it was stressful it was, a, it was a heck of a game uh coach um was there any like any kind of like um panic or anything when during the first two those first two turnovers of the um first quarter there um was there any kind of yeah like i said you know any kind of panic there no not not at all uh jaron saunders is an awesome quarterback and i trust in him and i trust in coach gut and i know uh we can flip a game around real quick and the scores we can score quick and uh when lowe's caught that big touchdown that really gave us some momentum uh and you know i trust in our guys i do um, that 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 first drive in the third quarter, it seemed like it took an hour to complete. Um, was that really a key, really, and you know how long that drive took um, to go down, get that touchdown, and take that lead, twenty-one to fourteen, really wear out their defense a little bit? Was that a key, big key to this game? Uh, we're just kind of taking taking what they give us. Uh, I mean, if we could have scored a ninety-nine touchdown, you know, ninety-nine yard touchdown run, that would have been fantastic. But sometimes. Uh, you just got to chop at it like an axe in a tree. You just got to keep plugging away and going for it. Um, you just mentioned there, um, these seniors are 4-0 against Benton in their career. I know uh, we talked about it a little bit on the pregame show. You've played in this rivalry, and now you're coaching in this rivalry. How do you feel for these seniors right now? I'm so proud of them. I am. Uh, you know, 4-0 versus your rival in high school, that's pretty incredible. Um, so, you know, I just told them, hey, that's something that nobody can ever take away from you. You know, so you should be proud of yourself. And um, how, ex- how excited are you to actually finally next week get a home game in front of the crowd? Oh, we're excited uh, Excited to get, you know, Alumni Stadium uh, rocking. I'm excited to get the hill rocking. 
Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people there and uh, a lot of things going on. Uh, it'll be nice to actually have a home game because I'm tired of uh, doing cleaning the white jerseys all the time. It's stressing me out. <laughs> so, um, Coach, uh, again, congratulations, 3-0 and on the season. Have an opportunity to go make it 4-0 and next week against Savannah. Thank you so much, Coach. Thank you. Uh, that was uh, Lafayette head coach Ryan Schroyer. We'll be back with more postgame here shortly. And that was head coach Ryan Schroyer of the Lafayette Fighting Irish. The next set of postgames, we're going to run both of these back-to-back. -back. We didn't get a chance to allude to this very much on the Week 3 pregame show. Um, the next two interviews are going to be with Lafayette quarterback Jaron Saunders and Lafayette wide receiver Kingston Oliver. Um, both these guys were actually recognized by the Missouri State Activities Association. Um, Jaron Saunders actually broke the single game passing record with 698 yards passing and then Kingston Oliver on the other side got recognized by the state for the for the receiving yards record in a game so we didn't get a chance to allude to this uh, we talked a little bit about it during both of their during their both their post game interviews here but uh, we had an opportunity to talk to both um Jaron Saunders and Kingston Oliver about that uh, this game against Bitten and then getting back in front of the home fans next week. We're going to run both these interviews back-to-back -back here with the first one going to be with quarterback Jaron Saunders and then Kingston Oliver will follow and then we'll be right back. We are continuing on over with our post-game here on the Cliff Notes podcast live from Sparksfield Benton High School. Um, Lafayette Fighting Irish just defeated um, the Benton Cardinals 28-14 to move to 3-0 and um, we are here with the senior quarterback Jaron Saunders. Um, Jaron, first of all, this is the first time you and I have talked personally. Um, first of all, I want to congratulate you on your um, state record last week. And um, really, how how did it feel really to put on a performance like that, not only for you, but your wide receiver right next to you? Um, it feels amazing knowing that we have the guys that can go out and make those big plays. I mean, I just put the ball up in the air. He was in the right spot. The ball dropped perfect. He made some great runs, great plays, but all of our other receivers contributed to that record too. Our own line did a great job of blocking for me. Our running backs took some shots from outside backers and D-linemen that they don't normally take. But overall, it's just a great feeling knowing that my name's in that record book at number one. And um, tonight, you know, this this is a rivalry game. Last year, the game was close. Um, this year, it was really close again. First half, you know, mistakes were made. And um, how did you, um, as a senior leader, how did you get your team back on track to ultimately end up finishing the game what it was? Um, at halftime, I kind of talked to him. I said, uh, we're either going to give up or we're going to keep fighting and show them what the north side is about. So we got, I got them fired up, and I said, defense, you come out and get a stop right off the bat. Offense is going to go down the score. So we did just that, came out, got a stop. Offense drove down the field, scored. So I was proud of our guys for fighting through everything. Uh, they listened to us. They trusted the leaders of this team, and we came out on top. That drive, um, when you when you threw that touchdown to Carlos Tortez, it seemed like that drive took an hour. <laughs> it seemed like. Um, really, I thought really that really wore down their defense a little. Did you think that same way? Did you think really that was a key really in really turning the pin, like a pendulum swift, a pendulum switch in your guys' favor? Um, I think it was both ways, honestly. I mean, a lot of our guys go both ways. A lot of their guys go both ways. So everybody was tired, but it showed that we have a lot of heart and we just wanted to come out on top. That was a great catch by him. The ball wasn't perfect, but he came back to him and made a great catch on that ball. And then um, your coach said to you guys in that huddle there, 4-0 and as seniors against Benton. Um, that's um, really one of the biggest goals, I think probably maybe besides winning conference championships and winning state titles is beating your rivals. Um, how does it feel to go 4-0 against your Southside rivals? Um, it feels great knowing that we came out on top four years in a row. Uh, they're also they're a very great team all four years in my high school. They fought hard to the finish and never give up with anything they do. 
um, we know they'll have heart, and we hope I hope for the best for them the rest of the season. And then um, it's your guys' official home opener on th- on fr- next Friday night. On, unfortunately, week one, you guys didn't get the opportunity to play that Saturday game. What's the what do you think? What do you think of the atmosphere is going to be like when you guys come back? I know with the fan restrictions last year, and then how, how do you think you know coming back to in front of your home fans for the first time this season? Um, I feel like it's going to be a great atmosphere. Knowing that we sent Savannah home last year in the districts, uh, we feel like the stadium's going to be absolutely packed and that they're just going to bring a house because that's also a rival game for us. Even though it's not in town, it's a big rival game for us. So the atmosphere is going to be really loud and jumping because we have class reunions coming back too. So it's going to be a great atmosphere to play in front of. Hopefully all the north side shows out and we get the win for them. Well, Jaron, I want to congratulate you on your record. I want to congratulate you on this win. And um, thank you so much for joining the podcast. And um, good luck to you. Um, good luck to you guys next week. Get Savannah. Thank you very much. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing our post game here from Sparks Field where the Lafayette Fighting Irish just defeated the Bitten Cardinals. 28-14 to 14 was the final score. I'm here with um, senior Kingston Oliver. And um, Kingston, first of all, um, before we talk about this game here, um, you, that receiving record you got last week against Adjacent, um, we didn't get a chance really to talk about that personally. Um, how do you how do you feel like you know on your performance like last week with not only you but your quarterback as well? I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, we grinded all offseason for it. We did stuff in the spring from all the way from last December to the spring to the summer, and we just balled. So I just feel like it, it all paid off, and we're just working, we're focusing on staying humble and just doing what we can do for the team. First half of this game, really mainly the first quarter, even like this this, this looked like a rivalry game um what was said in the locker room at half or anything or is it player led that really got you guys um really back kind of back to win this went back to winning this game in the second half yeah us as seniors we just stepped up and took our leadership role and we just told them told the guys like come on we gotta go and we got a ball and we gotta focus up this is a rivalry game we already knew we we're gonna get their best game so we, are, we knew that coming in and we just delivered and at halftime we spoke we spoke it again and it, it worked in the second half um, Coach Royer mentioned there, you guys are 4-0 as seniors against Umbitten. How does that feel, you know, when to win these rivalry games, you know, especially to go undefeated against your Southside rivals? I mean, it means a lot. You know, this is a rivalry for a long time. And, you know, we, we as seniors, you know, we had, I mean, it's been, it's been a long ride, and we're just happy that we can be able to pull this off four years in a row. And then um, next week, uh, you guys are at home for the first time. Um, off that cancellation in week one, not ha- not having to not having to have a home a home game in week one. How's it gonna feel? You know, definitely to get back in front of your stadium, in front of your fans for the first time this season. I mean, it's gonna feel great. You know, we got we got our great fans that came out here to support us, and they're gonna be here more of them even more next week when we're back at home against Savannah, which is a big game also. Well, Kingston, I want to thank you so much for joining the podcast, and um, good luck to you guys next week, and congratulations on the win. Thank you. Be safe. That was up, Kingston Oliver and Jared Saunders of the Lafayette Fighting Irish. Definitely congratulations to both guys for the record-setting performances last week and tonight's win over the Bitten Cardinals. We did also have an opportunity to catch up with the coach of the Cardinals right after the game, Kevin Keaton. We talked about his games, with his team's performance tonight. Um, a lot of positives definitely after this game. So um, we talked all about that and so much more. Here's our interview with Bitten Cardinal head coach, Kevin Keaton. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are still continuing on with our post game here. Lafayette versus Benton, Northside versus Southside um, here at Benton. Um, Lafayette defeated Benton tonight. 28 to 14 was the final score. We are here with the head coach of the Benton Cardinals, um, Kevin Keaton. Uh, coach, um, 
overall, first, I thought it was a very um, good, sh- great showing for your kids tonight, overall tonight. Really, you guys kept this game close last year. You kept it close again. Um, Coach, um, just your overall thoughts on this game. Well, first off, our hats are off to Lafayette, their football players and, and their staff. Uh, when they had to, they did it. Um, and that's a sign of a good football team. You know, number two, God, he is, he's, he's good. He is really good. Uh, the, the numbers he put up uh, in week two, those are legit. Those are legit numbers. He threw for 700 yards. I guess it's a state record. Um, and I can, see, I can see why now off the hoof uh, in person. He's got a lot of weapons. Um, so our hats are off to them. Um, talk about that first quarter for me. Um, two interceptions on the first two drives of the game on defense. Um, Bishop Rush, you know, just his performance tonight. Um, how, what was the energy like on the sidelines? I know it's great getting turnovers and stuff like that, but against your rival, what was the energy like in that first quarter? I'll tell you, uh, that was a great first half of football. Um, Bishop Rush is a special kid. He is our inside linebacker, obviously, and played fullback. I don't know that – and we have several kids that don't come off the field. Um, and, and I wish we could find blows for him, but Bishop is one of those kids that, that doesn't really get to get off the field. And uh, he, along with others, uh, and Stallsworth, Bryson Brown, they play the game so hard. Devin Hoffman, um, these are guys that, that are two-way guys that never get off. Um, and I, I love coaching – those guys. I love coaching those, all those guys. They're just a pleasure to be around. Coach, that's safety right before halftime. <laughs> well, I got to ask, you know, what was – did you feel like maybe there could have been, you know, a momentum switch after that, after that safety? You know, that's the last thing that pretty much happened right before you guys went to the locker room. You know, you tie the game. You guys, you know, the energy's up. What was that energy like in the locker room at uh, half? It was very exciting. Uh, our kids were, were uh, there was a resolve to them, and w- this whole thing's a process. This whole thing of building our program um, is a process, and there will be no shortcuts, and it's going to take the time it takes. However, I can see who we can become. You know, we're, we go uh, tit for tat, tit for tat in the first half, and then get a little bit of a gift, and, and now we're tied up 14-all. Um, I just, I, my disappointment, I, I, and I told the boys after the game, Hey, this one's on me that we didn't, that we didn't offensively put something together in the second half. We had a, we had a nice little drive to open up and it, it stalled out and, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, I wish I would have done a few things different with a play call or two. Um, so I, I, I feel like I let them down a little bit. So there's some disappointment there for me. Um, Coach, um, I thought, you know, maybe a key maybe for the game turning around in their favor. Um, it seemed like that that drive there, Lafayette's first offensive drive, it seemed like that took an hour. Um, your defense was on the field really for a long time. That was a play where um, Saunders, um, the touchdown pass to Cortez. Did you, did, you feel maybe, did you maybe feel a little bit, you know, that the defense was maybe getting a little worn down maybe towards the end of the game? Certainly, they they took the wind out of our sails, and and when I when I say uh, when they had to, they did. Their the third quarter is representative of that, and we had them. Gosh, you know the frustrating part is we we would get them where we want them, and 
and uh, they would just squirt out of of a few things. But you know, uh, they did that because they're good athletes too. So uh, we tip our hat to them. And um, coach, um, last question: um, What are going to be some things, some positive, some positive things to build on as you guys get ready for next Saturday, uh, going on the road to Kansas City Central? Well, I I like our first half, obviously. And I'm going to tell you, that goal line stand in the fourth quarter, when the game is over, the game is over, there's two minutes left in the game, um, for them to just bowl their neck, you can build off of that. That's pride. That is, uh, if there's a second left on the clock, I'm going to play this game as hard as I can play it. And we're going we're gonna to spend some time this week reminding the boys about what they were able to do um, you know, because is there a difference between 35 and, and, and giving up 28? I, I think there is, uh, and our kids do too, and they, they showed a lot of guts there in that fourth quarter stand. Absolutely. Definitely. I would definitely will commend your kids. You know, they showed a lot of heart, a lot of guts tonight. They showed a lot of positive things tonight. But um, Coach Keaton, again, thank you so much for your time on the podcast. Thank you so much for the time you've graciously have given me um, over the past up season and a half. And um, good luck to you guys. And I'm against Kansas City Central, and I'm sure we're going to be in touch here for the week four pregame show. Bet. Thanks. What do you do for high school football, Cliff? And that was head coach Kevin Keaton of the Bitten Cardos there on the postgame show. We're going to go ahead real quick before we sign off here and go ahead and run down all the week three scores that we have. As we mentioned on the top of the show, Lafayette defeated Bitten 28 to 14. That was the final score there. Um, Central was able, Central falls to Belton tonight, 52 to 22. Maryville with their first win of the regular season tonight, 36 to 25. Over Chillicothe, St. Pius continues to roll. They defeat Cameron 48 to nothing. Kirksville over Savannah 34 to 28. Midbuck shuts out Lawson 36 to nothing. East Buck, after the game being tied at 14, goes on to win 35 to 14. There, Hamilton continues their undefeated run with a 49 to nothing win over North Platte. West Platte also undefeated on the season. They got a win over Plattsburgh tonight, 35 to 16. Gallatin over South Harrison, 20 to 18. Polo over Maysville in a little bit of a low scoring game, 17 to 11. That's an unusual score, but that was the final score there in Maysville. Trenton with their first win since October of 2019. They defeat Princeton tonight, 57 to 28. Milan over Putnam County, 49 to 6. LeBlanc over Donovan West in a shootout, 56-50. Santa Fe over St. Joseph Christian, 68-18. In a battle of number one versus number two in eight-man football, the number one Bulldogs edged out the number two Wildcats, 34-32 there. Um, North Andrews, 70. Pattonsburg, 20. That was the Cardinals' first win of this season. Albany, 40. Mount City, 32. Worth County all over Schuyler County, 80-12. East Atchison, Blank South Holt, 48-0. Platte Valley over Nottoway Valley in the Battle of the Valley, 54-26. Um, Southwest Livingston, 90. DeKalb, 40. Rockport in a late-scheduled game with Concordia this week, 72-34. The um, Blue Jays were able to win that one of Rockhurst. Rockhurst was able to get the win in that one. Centralia over Troy, 31-12. Atchison over Highland Park, 47-36. Sabetha shuts out Riverside, 42-0. Mar Hill or Oskaloosa, 35-8. Perry LeCompton loses to Hiawatha, 21-7. And then ACCHS blanks Pleasant Ridge, 
22 to nothing was the final score there. Those are all the scores that we have for week three. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed the um, post-game show here tonight. I want to thank um, Coach Ryan Schroyer, Kingston Oliver, Jaron Saunders, and Benton Cardinal head coach Kevin Keaton for making time for me on the post-game show and giving your thoughts on the game. Um, hats off to both teams tonight. It's a great rivalry. Northside versus Southside. Great crowd tonight. Um, both teams brought an energetic crowd. And, you know, those rivalry games, I love them, you know, especially when they're competitive there. Uh, both teams and both fan bases really showed out tonight. Now, for week four, I will be at St. Joe Christian for the St. Joe Christian LeBlanc game. We'll be having an intense preview of that on the week four pregame show. I can't believe we're in week four already. This season just keeps my going by quick. I want to thank everybody for your listenership. I want to thank everybody for the support, everybody that tweets out scores, everybody, um, all the guests that I've brought on over the year. Thank you all so much. I couldn't do this all without you. I will... I got a long weekend ahead of me. I, we got an MIAA post show that we're still going to run um, after Missouri Western's win over Fort Hayes State. Um, we got a lot going on here. I'm looking forward to tomorrow to kick it back a little bit and take it easy a little bit, just reflecting on the last couple weeks. I want to thank everybody so much again. Um, your, your support means so much to me. I'm glad that I could do this, you know, at least do a somewhat of a good job on this. I'm so thankful for everybody's support again. But until week four pregame show, take care, everybody.